All right, so I've only got like 30 seconds to tell you this. We've got a new contest. We're going to have our very first guest on the show, Mike. Our very first guest, and we're not just going to pick somebody. We're actually going to open it up to the fans. A contest. It's a contest. So what you do is you email uh, beers at suds and buds. B-E-E-R-S. Beers at sudsandbuds.net, and we'll send you all the instructions. It basically means you're going to share with your friends this show. You're going to give them something they're going to enjoy. I mean, and they may get awesome. to watch you on the show, right? They may get to watch you as a result. So the, the viewer or listener that has the absolute most friends that come to visit our site and watch or listen to our show. If you're interested, email us at suds, beers at sudsandbuds.net. There you go. From Bonzo Tune Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, this is the Suds and Buds Podcast. Featuring stand-up comic Mike Spienberg and musician-producer Brian Stevens. This week's episode is brought to you by our own Bonzo Tune Studios, located here in Atlanta, Georgia. Bonzo Tune Studios, simply great audio. Find us on the web at bonzotunes.com. Suds and Buds is also brought to you by Amazon.com, Zounds.com, Audible.com, and the new Stitcher app for iPhone and Android. Stitcher, it's like Pandora for podcasts. Welcome to uh, episode six of Suds and Buds. I'm Brian Stevens. Ah, uh, Mike Spienberg. You notice how my place over here is like so got a lot more character than yours down. It's it's colorful. It's yes. very it's very I'm patriotic. Side next week. What are you going? Are you going to put up I'm, an opposing force or what? Yeah, I've got a uh, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to hang a Russian flag up there. <laughs> no, we got. I've, uh, I've I've got a few ideas in mind. I've just got to get to the mall. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You've been thinking about this. <laughs> yeah, I have been. I was this close yesterday. Yeah, my wife were at the mall in Charlotte. And I was like, I don't know if that's the one I want. I gotta, I'm got going to start decorating. You know, this place is going to have some character. And I'm going to bring up – I'm just going to have a box of stuff over in the corner. So when I come in here on Tuesdays, we're going to just make you set up like trinkets and gnomes. You know what other comic has a box full of stuff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, does that mean I'm going to start taking steroids and looking like Molly Ringwald? We can only hope. Sweet. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey. It's Happy a, good to see you guys. Day. Yeah, um, a couple of things we're going to knock out just to start off. We have a brand new sponsor this week. Um, Zounds.com, Z-Z-O-U-N-D-S. Zounds. Zounds, kind of like sounds. Zounds. Zounds. <laughs> Zounds.com is um, sort of like musician's friend. You can pretty much get any kind of musical equipment that you need there. And... Uh, couple of interesting things if you go through our link sudsabuds.net they carry the coronet actually yes they do i played the coronet for 13 days in the fifth grade you could go get one and you could try your luck again yeah speaking of uh uh, um with zounds.com if you go there right now they've got a great uh gear for life giveaway they're going to give away a hundred thousand dollars Worth of uh, musical equipment to one lucky person. You definitely get a coronet for a hundred. You definitely get. You can get a couple of them. You can get one for every day of the week. They also have this awesome thirty day uh, guarantee. I used you, to play the pan flute. Really? Yes. Like Zamfir. Yeah. <laughs> a distant cousin to the skin flute, which is <laughs> what a lot of guys you play. I think sometimes. So thirty days, you can try out anything that you buy. You can uh, also return it at no extra charge. So if you buy that. Uh, coronet and 13 days in you decide eh, this really isn't for me you can actually take it back when you can't play the scales i hate that smell like when i open up a, an instrument yeah and it has that it takes me back to like fifth grade and hating miss godfrey that's <laughs> uh, serious our band teacher I, in the I'm fifth the grade Matthews out of memory i school. love it I that's why you still do it. this and i don't yeah that's why i can't play a lick uh she had she was like jerry garcia she was missing a finger our, our band teacher and Meg. and i remember in the fifth grade they come to your class and they like give you like, yeah, oh, who wants to be in the band? Who wants to play an instrument? Everybody's like, I do, I do. Yeah. And they they like ask you, what do you want to play? And I want to play the drums. That's what I wanted to play. You know, yeah. like you play. Yeah. I want to play the drums. And the lady was like, no, coronet. <laughs> so like I like I, mean, I had a similar. I, could, I had a similar. Like they thing. try to force you into like what they want. They're trying to fill right. spots. Well, they have a quote. Well, what do I look like? Yeah, quotable. Why do I got to be the coronet guy? Why do I do I look like the coronet? I, I even I even I went from drums. Yeah. And then I said, well, what about the saxophone? 
And they wouldn't no, let you do that. No, I, I, they were looking for a coronet player. They were looking for a coronet, and they found a coronet faker. Is what they found. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I lasted like thirteen days, and I had to take it back to my mom and say, "Mom, I don't want this anymore." Well, that cleaning fluid, man, reminds me of that smell. Oh yeah, yeah, Boy, yeah. Well, see, First I got, I really, I played, I played trumpet. I started on trumpet because they wouldn't. Oddly enough, they wouldn't let me play drums. I took the test and everything, and I did as well as anybody else. But it really is a testament to the quota because, again, they looked at me and they. Went that kid looks like a trumpet player, so they put yeah, me on a trumpet. Your size, though, you could play uh, fucking what's that big thing? Oh, the tuba, the tuba. Yeah, I'd put you on. A, I would have put you on tuba. <laughs> I wouldn't have. You've no. been playing no, tuba. I was skinny, or that though. I was skinny. I was skinny though. That's now, the thing. Doesn't uh, Bailey play in the marching band? Now? Yes, Where's he's he a, he's a drummer. Oh, like there a was drummer, no two drummer, ways. Or like yep. a drummer, drummer. Well, I mean, uh, both, both. I mean, they do snare drum, they do bass drum, they do all. Uh, kinds the drummer of stuff. drummers are cool. The, the drummer drummer is the one who gets run over too early in the football game <laughs> by Cal or whoever beats Stanford or Stanford beats whatever yeah. half that. Yeah, that's the guy that got run. He was all the guy that. Like to me, that's not as cool as like. It's not. It's not as cool. But being in the drum section is better than I don't know being a clarinet player. Or a cornet player. Or well, cornet's, eh, you know. Cornet is the first chair cornet. The homeless version of the trumpet. <laughs> cornet is a you white trash. You said that because the Salvation Army it? Yeah, it's a white trashy trumpet. <laughs> That's what the cornet is—the white trash trumpet. So, uh, uh, Suds and Buds, Suds and Buds dot net slash Zounds. They also have a thirty-day price guarantee. So, if you find whatever you buy at a better price somewhere else, they will uh, give you a refund. They're getting ready to get killed too. I bet because school just started. Oh yeah, I know. Um, Bailey started this past week and, uh, his first, first, yesterday uh, or this past week, uh, Mon- last Monday. Okay. I got like, you. So yesterday School, would be a week. Summer's so short now. I know it was like four weeks. It, no, it, was, it really was weird. like six weeks. And, uh, but it's his first year in high school. Was, is high school here in Georgia ninth? Through, ninth grade. See, now high school for me in North Carolina was 10 through 12. Junior high was seven through nine. And elementary school is K through six. Yeah. They did, um. They did K through five, <clears throat> middle school six and seven, junior high eight. Do you nine. remember your first day of school? Oh, big time! My Briarwood Elementary School in Charlotte. I cried like a little bitch. West Hills. As soon as my school. mom got in the car and pulled off in the Firebird, dude, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of those kids, dude. Every time you dropped me off for the first ten minutes, I was sucking snot. <laughs> I just sat out in your driveway for ten minutes crying before I came in here. <laughs> That's what I do. I just... That's a completely different reason, though, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's just how I turned out. <laughs> I should have said, but yeah, first day of school, Briarwood Elementary, man, was mine, and I and uh, and I cried like a little girl. Well, I mean, do you ever do book? Remember book covers, man? Where you cut? You have to? Did you do? Oh, the does paper Bailey, book. Does covers. Bailey have book covers? No, that's when you could get actual garbage from books. Well, they don't though. have garbage. <laughs> yeah, obviously, uh, <laughs> but they also uh, they they don't really use those kind of garb those kind of grocery bags anymore. Remember no. when you take the no. brown grocery? They would give you a textbook, and they would say, "Okay, everybody needs to come in tomorrow with their book covers." Yep. Their books need to be covered when they come in here tomorrow. Yep. And you take the brown bag and your mom would help you cover all your books and then you'd write like light you draw like lightning bolts oh, of or course. some shit on there. Of course. Yeah, dude. Book covers. I never see those anymore either. I liked Kiss when I was in the first grade. Yeah. I liked Kiss like even in kindergarten. And uh, so I had Kiss on the front of mine and the big S's. And then I spelled my own name with the same kind of font. You yeah, know, I use the lightning bolt to to, to spell Speenberg. I would use Speenberg. It'd be like lightning bolt. Like Zounds. <laughs> Maybe that's how it'd be it'd be a big Speenberg. <laughs> <laughs> That's how manly I was with my coronet. I had a lightning bolt in my name. But I, I had the advantage that my my school was right across the street from my house. So I didn't really feel... I mean, I cried I rode a little my, bit. I rode my bike to elementary school. I, I cried I a like little bit. I like you're the only fucking kid who did that. I cried a little bit, but I, I, all I did is you I looked out the window. <laughs> I could. I could look out the window and I saw my house. I was like, that's where I live, right? There's strange cars that in the driveway. Is that a tow truck? I'm really hoping my mom never listens to last week's show. Uh, me too. <laughs> or, or I'll, uh, I'll, I won't have anywhere to visit when I go to Charlotte. <laughs> so t- this week uh, we're doing two more beers again. This good. week I really want to swallow some of that. This is uh, this that is, sounded really weird. It really did. Me pointing to your crotch. That looks great. I'd like to swallow, <laughs> swallow some, some of that. that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this first beer we're starting with is Dogfish Head Ninety Minute Imperial IPA. I don't want to drink anything with the word fish in it. Oh, it doesn't taste like fish. I know, but that's just, it's the, who thinks of the here's, names of here's, these? Here's the thing. Where's this from? This is um, uh, from uh, like up in New England or something, I, I guess. Uh, you know, if I would have done my research, I could have told you. Hang on. I, I bet it's on the bottle. 
Uh, bottled, brewed and bottled, Doghead Fish Craft Brewery, Milton, Delaware. It's in Delaware. Delaware. I will be in Connecticut this weekend. Will you? Yes, I'll be at the Hartford Funny Bone in okay. Connecticut. Uh, actually, this uh, tomorrow and Thursday night of this week, I will be at the Palm Beach Improv in mm-hmm. West Palm, Florida. So I'll be down near which Miami. Which is nowhere near Connecticut. Yeah, which is nowhere near Hartford. I'm a router. I route myself very well. I do, I do. I say, you I'm, well, I'm flying from here in Atlanta down to West Palm for two days, and then I'm flying from there to White Plains, New York, and renting a car. And I got a rental car, and I'm driving into Hartford. So I'll be in Hartford, Connecticut, um, which has nothing to do with Delaware. No. But. So this beer was voted, apparently, from the package. This is one of the reasons why I picked this. And there's that Voted Best American Beer? Best American Beer 2003, 2004, 2005 by realbeer.com. Okay. So um, give it a shot. See what you think. It's got a nice nose on it. Yeah, it smells good. What's the nose? Explain. What it smells like. Oh. What it smells like. I just say it smells good. It's got a nice nose on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's actually people that d- that taste beer and, and are real beer connoisseurs. They they like to hear that lingo every once in a while. I don't know what it means half the time, but I think it tastes. I I think it tastes like um. What kind of what what. Do, it tastes. They all to me like I've said a million times on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh. They all, all of these microbrews just taste the same. No, they don't. They don't taste the same. They have a similar sort of slant in the fact that they're you know incredibly. They t- you know what they don't taste like? What that flag? <laughs> 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 so I, it's just it's. I, I think sometimes they they. Um, in a way, I think microbrews a lot of times try to be so different that they all end up tasting the exact same. To me, that doesn't taste any different than some of the other microbrews we've had in here. And I, to me, it tastes completely different. It's it's interesting that the take that people two people have on the same thing, right. because like I taste like a hint of like floralness to it. Right. That's pretty cool, and um, it's got a little bit of like a coffee aftertaste. Like, do this. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but, it sounds like my dog licking his balls. <laughs> Doesn't it taste like coffee? I don't want beer to taste like coffee. If I wanted something to taste like coffee, you know what I would drink? What? I would have. He's going in his bag. Coffee. Oh, look at that. <laughs> That's what I would have. <laughs> if I wanted to have coffee, I would have coffee. This is a Starbucks uh, venti iced Americano two it's, white mocha. It's a venti iced two pump white mocha Americano. That's what it is. This Which is my means drink. what? Uh, it's uh, it's espresso, uh-huh. ice and water, okay, and two pumps of white mocha syrup, okay, and that's it, and then stirred up, okay. So it's just water and, and espresso, okay, and it gives me that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I have one of those every day, but I, but I, I don't taste the coffee in this beer. And it, believe me, it looks great. I really like the way that that, that stuff's rising in it. Mm-hmm. It looks wonderful. I yep. enjoy. That looks like a good beer. Yep. But to me, that can might as, it could be a Sam Adams Lager. Right. Or it could be a a um, you know any kind of uh, uh, any kind of microbrew in my mind right. could could make they, they all they all have one of these microbrews. They also have so many kinds of their beer yep. that you can't. There's you know it's to me it's like a a, a, a mouse trap. Mm-hmm. You, you can only go so far with it. You can't you can't make a mouse trap any better than a mouse trap's already been made in a way. You know what I mean? You can't you kind of just that's they're trying to outdo each other, but they all end up tasting the same. Well, I think everybody has their own spin on how to do the same kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but I'm right. That's the problem. But it's like um, it's like cake. I mean, how many different ways can you make cake? Well, y- y- until somebody comes up with a uh, a um, red velvet beer, then we'll talk. Because oh. if you can make beer taste like red velvet cake, I'll buy that shit every day. <laughs> you know what? You can make beer taste like pussy. <laughs> Can a micro? That's what a micro brew needs to make. Pussy lager. Can you make beer taste like pussy? That's it. That's a challenge out there. The first micro brew that has beer to taste like pussy, they win. It tastes. I don't want to taste like coffee. I don't even taste like wood. But I want to taste like pussy. That that, that raises an interesting question. Right? Then the poontang does, lager. Does all poon taste the same? Um. Well, you know what? It's really cool though because when you open the can, you put your finger in it first. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, and you smell your finger, and if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it or drink it. I mean, drink it. You don't have to drink it. Is that true? Right? That's how it works. That's how guys think. The perfect guy beer. It really is. Pussy lager. 
<laughs> put your finger in it first. You smell your finger, but you have to take the finger. Like you got to do it secret. You, can't, you, can't, you got to be a you to sneak it. <laughs> all the guys here listening to this think that's funny. No, yeah. we're talking about all the girls. Like, what is he talking about? Well, someday you'll know, babe. You've been given the finger test. I did. I saw a bumper sticker the other day that said, "I'm the guy who taught your wife that thing you like." Oh my. How cool is that? How awesome is that? One. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, pussy logger. We're going to start brewing our own beer down here. Pussy lager. Yeah. We're going to get with somebody. We'll, we'll do our own brand. And we'll do like different it. types of, we'll do bad pussy. <laughs> <laughs> bad pussy. That's the ones really right. bitter. We'll, is do, that what we'll, is? Do, uh, we'll do preacher's daughter. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. We'll do preacher's daughter. Right? We'll do that one. We'll do, uh, what else will we do? We'll do, uh, we'll do, uh, we'll do virgin lager. It's non-alcoholic. Oh. <laughs> don't steal it. No, 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 this steal. is patented. <laughs> I'm telling you. I love it. That Good. could be the theme of the show, pussy. Good God. See, pussy logger, and now you're a lot smarter than I ever give you credit for. Pussy cats. <laughs> oh, now we're laughing. I'm you're just telling you, I got you lighthearted life. about it. You're gonna have to sit in here when it happens to me too, dude. So, and I'm gonna be a lot worse off than you are. Yeah. Uh, we want to we want to uh, send a shout out to our, our friend Tigger, who Brian uh, had to put his his cat down yesterday. Pour it in there, Aldrin. You don't want to pour it on the floor in the studio. Um, so we're drinking for Tigger. And uh, I don't know if guys, people, all the people listening to the show know Brian or I personally, but we know they, people who do know that we're really attached to our animals. Yes. So uh, Brian had to put his cat down yesterday. And all kidding yeah. aside, you know, I love you and I know that it's tough. And I know that uh, one day you will be there for me. So I'm glad to be here for yes. you today. Uh, and, and I appreciate and he was it. how old? He was somewhere between 12 and 14. We don't know because we, he was a stray right. that we picked up. Right. And he was already at least two or three when we got him because he was pretty well full grown. Um, and we've had him for almost nine years. And who took him to get him put down? Oh, we all did. We did it as a family. Now, did when you go in, I've never been. Do you go when you go? Do you do you like see? Because you say your last goodbyes and then you leave the room. I mean, what happens? You they give you the option. You can drop the the animal off. Or you can stay through the process. And see, that's the thing that was interesting for me. I'm staying, man. Well, see, that, that's I it. I want to be there when my guy takes and, his last and breath. The kind of person I am, like, I looked on the internet and I called people and I asked around. And there's absolutely no information that prepares you for what it's like to euthanize your pet. There's nothing. I mean, there there are a very cold, very that factual websites. That, or, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, did, we had the choice between uh, what they call a group cremation where they put like 10 cats or 10 oh, dogs no, together. No, 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 no. That's no. exactly what I thought. No. And it was like twice the price, but I told my wife, I said... Half the price. No. Well, it's well, more money to, to have to, a group, group cremation? No, 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 no. Yeah. It was twice the price to do the personal I'm doing cremation. I'm personal one. I don't yeah. give a fuck. It's yeah. my dog, man. Exactly. And well, that's... See, I've never, I've never considered myself an animal person. When I, grew, when I was growing up, we literally had a different animal every other month. See, now me, my family, um, my... Maternal grandfather mm-hmm. had that thing, and my maternal grandmother had that thing. Yeah, to where like, even if that even if that dog was over there killing a baby, mm-hmm. they could walk up to that dog and it would be their friend. Does right. that make sense? Oh, my, completely. Uh, hence, my mother has it. Yeah. My mother has that thing. Uh, when Hurricane Hugo came through Charlotte, mm-hmm. and uh, it, I mean, it not only wiped out Charleston and all those places, but it came through Charlotte my senior year of high school and blew fucking half of Charlotte away, and we didn't have power for two weeks. We were out of school for two weeks right. in 1990, 89. And uh, two uh, stray golden retriever puppies somehow got lost in the storm and ended up on our back porch, and my mom took them in. We've had goldens and labs our whole life. And every time a dog would get lost in our neighborhood, it would end up on our porch. And my mom mm-hmm. has that thing. So hence, I have that thing. Sure. To where like, I, I would rather go to your house and hang out with your animals than talk to you. I mean, <laughs> I, I really would. Like, that. if I go to I a party and there's 100 people there and one dog, I'll sit with the dog the entire time. My yeah. wife would be like, would you? I'm like, well, I'm making fucking friends here. Just, <laughs> and uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, that's my whole goal. It's like, I, I, and my, uh, my brother has it. It's mm-hmm. funny because my brother has it. And now his daughter, who is about seven, yeah. she has it. Wow. Like, like, Mitch is so big. He's, you know, to a seven-year-old girl, he's a monster. Of course. And man, to see her like be around the dog and the dogs and the way she like knows how to control them and like she'll be stern with them and like you know people some people have that and other people don't. Dogs smell fear. Animals smell fear. Your cat smelled like when your cat won't come to you. 
it's it's like you know this guy's it's not you know but if you make it want to come to you right with your energy it comes to and you. and that's the thing that was different about this cat was the fact that he wasn't like your typical cat or, more or, like a dog yeah exactly right. yeah that's how some yeah. cats are that's how yeah. it's a male yeah oh male, yeah like big females time. don't do like male cats my he mom wasn't has male cats snooty at all it right. wasn't one of those i will come to you when i no he always wanted to be there with you he sat in my lap when i worked in the office i've got a video i'll put it up are you gonna up. get another one no well, at not least at, at, at not. You got to grieve for a while. Yeah, exactly. See, now I'm worried about when something happens to. I have two dogs at home, right? And they're together twenty four seven. So I'm more worried about how one's going to act when the other one's not around anymore. I feel bad, like you know, that's like losing. Like imagine being with somebody. Tw- well, more than a brother. Imagine being with somebody twenty four seven. Like everything he does, yeah. I do. Everything I do, he does. And he eats, I eat. We eat together. Right. We sleep together. We get up together. We walk and we go on walks. Together. Like that's what, everything they do together is together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like man, I don't even. I don't know. It's, it was a lot well, easier to flush a gerbil down the toilet. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot easier when your goldfish dad, you're like, for 10 minutes and another $3, you got another fucking goldfish. Well, see. Uh, Did you ever have a hamster or a gerbil? Oh, yeah, yeah. My dad left it in the uh, laundry room. The wood- Dude, yeah, that's yeah. That. You know why he was in the laundry room? Because he made too much fucking noise all night. Exactly. He ran on that wheel. And they put him out in the laundry room and then he freeze to death. That's exactly that's what happened. That's exactly what happened to mine. Yep. Mine tried to get out in the laundry room and disappeared and got behind the, uh, the, the thing you put firewood in and froze to death. And when you found him, he was this. That's it? He was a hamster logger. We can do a hamster logger. <laughs> We need we need a name for the really dark beer. So now, where is uh, Tigger now that he's cremated? <clears throat> well, it's gonna well, it's gonna take a couple of days uh, to get him back. I mean, that, and, and again, going back to the it's process, not even gonna be him. It's, it's take him a couple of days to smoke cigarettes, ash enough in that thing. Like, Who's a cat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it'll be a couple of days. They're not emptying <laughs> car ashtrays in that fucker. Here, you go, here, this will be. This is a. This look like a fucking cat. There you go. There's a cat in there for you. Happy, 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 happy. Joy, joy, enjoy. There's your cat in there. It's not, you know, you never know, dude. Like, well, they find those cemeteries all the time. If yeah, cemeteries do that shit, you know the guy at the fucking pet cemetery is like, it's a fucking cat. Does anybody have any? Let me go in the parking lot scooping up dirt. There you go. There's your cat. You know, you know they're going to cut corners. I, I swear to God, I hope not. Well, open the thing if it smells like pussy when you get him. It's a fucking cat. Right? You think? I'm telling you. So, the, the process. Mm-hmm. The process is interesting because, I mean, basically, like we went in, and at this point, he was. I mean, he let me know yesterday morning when I got up. He let Rosemary know it was time. Yeah, yeah. See now, my and friend I won't Scott. Go into, it's kind of gross, kind of what happened yesterday. My morning. friend Scott, he uh, he had a black lab, and right. uh, and it lived to be pretty old. He was like fifteen, and uh, he had to put him down a couple years ago. But he got lucky because he went to go get him put down, and when he got there, he. Was like, man, this is, I don't want Hogan to go out like this. This is weird. It's too medical. So he said, I'm taking him home. So he took Hogan home. And uh, that night he slept on the floor with Hogan. They slept on the floor together. And Hogan passed away in his sleep that night. See, that's what what he wanted. That's what, well, see, that's what we were hoping. We would hope, we hoped that one of two things would happen. Either he, because he liked to go out, he was kind of an indoor outdoor cat, very clean cat. That, that spent part of his time inside and part of his time outside. We hoped that he would just go off into the woods behind the house here and just not come back. I mean, that, but that's easy for us. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want, I wouldn't want that. And, that's um, kind of self centered and, and so, fucking kind of a dick move, but whatever. <laughs> but, um, so. It, what, Bailey doesn't knew, feel good? Hey, Bailey, I just knew. go outside and don't come back. But I knew that I knew that we would wake up one morning. I pretty much knew because like see, I'm so different than that. I want every day. My problem is, is I'm on the road a lot. Yeah. So like, I my biggest worry when it comes to my guys is I want to be there when they start. Like I'm gonna have to. Like I want to be. You're gonna want to take things. I'm gonna. I want to be there. Yeah. I want to be. I want him. I want him to know that I'm there. Right. I want him to know that Amy's there. I want him to know that that that's the last part of the process and, he's, and, you know. and that was what was important to us about being there through the whole thing as as painful as it was and we how did. long does it take how long does it take most people or how long does it take us because i gotta tell you man we what do you mean that you had to sit in there and talk to him for all a right while? let me just let me preface it by saying my wife's episcopal okay mm-hmm. so everything there's a process there's a very regimented, structured, here's what we're going to do process. But now I understand the value in it. Because, all right, so we, t- we take him and take him to the vet and we take him in the room, the exam room. And he's not fighting any of this. I mean, he. Is this his regular vet? Yes, yes. Okay, so they knew what was. They knew. But what he's was. only been a couple of times. But they knew. They knew coming in what we were coming in for. We've been talking about it for eight weeks now. Right. So uh, we go into the exam room, and he just very docilely will. He lays on the exam table. 
didn't have to hold him. I mean, <clears throat> the only reason we put him in a box for about 120 seconds is to make sure we went in exam the the waiting room that there wouldn't be other animals to make him nervous. But he wasn't. He was completely calm the whole time. So we get in the exam room, put him on the table. He just lays down, and you know we we take a few minutes to to do our formal kind of goodbyes and hugging on him and kissing on him and and bailey's there and rosemary's there and we even brought our dog ivan and so ivan's there and ivan it was interesting because yeah i think animals are smarter than i give him credit for oh he knows he he was whimpering but for the most part he was dead silent He, he whimpered a little bit he got a little antsy but he didn't really do what he normally does he's a real, real energetic dog, but he was just there. Right, right. And so they come in and they kind of give you the instructions of what they're going to do, <clears throat> and they give them uh, a muscle relaxer. So that's the first step of the process: is they shoot a little muscle relaxer right in like the hind quarter. And and me being the kind of person that I am. I wanted to make sure that he knew he wasn't going to be alone. So I'm just like squatting right on the end of the table. And his his head is right at the end of the table, and I'm right there, and we're almost like face to face, which is how pretty much like it, for the past nine years, almost nine years, almost every night that's how I've gone to bed. He's like right there, right? Yes, you know, we, Hamilton, that's what. Yeah, we we. It's funny because my my wife has funny stories of of this, all yeah. kinds of funny stories. But we have we have a conversation. I mean, that's how I end my day. Is he come, he doesn't come to bed until I come to bed, and then we well, have a conversation. That's and right. we have a conversation for about 20 minutes. I just tell him about the day, uh, tell him about what's going well, on. I ask him, you know, how's he doing? Well, the day that Hamilton and I part ways, you're going to have to have a guest host. Probably. Because I'm going to be fucking sloppy drunk <laughs> and sitting on my roof. Well, I still got about eight beers in that cooler over there, and I'm going to go get another one. Um, so, um, so they put the muscle relaxer there, and I'm like right next to his face the entire time. I'm just looking him right in the eye. And... You start to see it work. I mean, I, I got a nursing background. I kind of know how these things are going to yeah, play out. You are a nurse. But uh, <laughs> did you help him? Did you do any nursing stuff? I didn't. I just, I w- all I was there was support, man. And I just looked at him and I just kept rubbing his, I just rubbed his shoulder and I just kept saying, it's okay. You just go to sleep. It's okay. And I just watched him just slowly lower his head and he just lowered his head onto his, on his, on his paws and he just went to sleep. And, you know, I'm just petting him and, I thought that that would be the hardest part of it, but that's not the hardest part of it. The hardest part of it is the next part is the next stage because there's a time between when they give the muscle relaxer and they leave, they let you start having your time. Right. And they don't really know when to come back. So they, they leave it open ended. And of course with my family, again, my wife's Episcopal. So we had, I had my iPod there and we had all things. I don't know what that means. What does it mean? She's Episcopal. She's just, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. So I've got my, my little iPhone there with my, my iTunes and, and I've got all things bright and beautiful. This really nice, pretty song that I hear it in church every single week. So I'm going to cry at church every Sunday now. Um, a nice little piano thing. I can play it for you. You like it. (laughs) Should I, should I play this? Should I play this while I talk? Um, and so that's playing, and then uh, another song that's God Bless the Beast or something is playing. The and Beast? Do you play the, God Bless the Beast? <laughs> no. When you're Beasts cat? and children. It, no, no. It's it's a Carpenter song, I think. <laughs> you like play some Dio song. on your way out? Here's a little Dio for you, kitty. <laughs> uh, uh, so, like, they're both nice little Mark piano things. the Beast! 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 Mark of the Beast! Good Lord. How about a fucking so, hymn or something? <laughs> so these nice little pretty pretty little piano pieces are playing, and she's got the Episcopal prayer book out. It looks like a Bible, but and it's small, but it, it's full of nothing but prayers, like gotcha. pre-written kind of prayers. So she's reading the, uh, the prayer of St. Francis, who's the, the patron saint of animals. And it's beautiful. It's you know just about how we commend their spirit to God and yada yada and and it really does treat the animal like it's like it's another soul and that's the way I feel it about is. it. It is. It's a living soul. It, of course it is. And and uh, so I'm bawling and and so that's the most uncomfortable part because you went and shot hoops. No, <laughs> uh, you're bawling. I'm crying. I'm crying my eyes <laughs> you out. You're bawling. <laughs> I didn't know. You said you're a ball. I know some people are more indifferent. You go play yeah, ball exactly. when you, you go shoot hoops when your cat dies. <laughs> no, no. Whatever. So um, 
so they, you know, we're going through this whole thing, and I'm petting him, and I'm crying, and I'm looking at him, I'm telling him it's okay. She's reading the prayers. The music's going on. My son is over my shoulder. Mark of the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> To you know, to anybody not in that situation, it might could be kind of comical. Um, so and so they don't know when to come in, and so you know, invariably they end up coming in in the middle of this really reverent kind of prayer, and they're apologetic. Hey, and I understand. Hey, that. hey you guys got to turn that stereo down. <laughs> we can't have that Ozzy Osbourne playing that loud in this fucking. And uh, and then that's when that's when the hard part comes <clears throat> because they have to bring in. They have to bring in some shears and, sh- and you know, kind of clip off some hair so they can find a vein. He was really dehydrated. So then they have to find a vein. That first shot was in the muscle. It's easy to hit that. You know, you just kind of find find the right spot and go. But the next shot is the one that actually does does the deal. It, you know, slows the heart rate. It uh, slows the breathing, all that stuff, to the point where they're going to... I'm going home to really gonna dog, s- dude. <laughs> Okay. So, you know, and it's weird in the middle of all this sweetness and all this crying that you hear, and, you know, they're cutting hair. It's, there's got to be a better way to do it, but I hadn't figured it out. So, and then they give him that next shot, and he's already asleep, but there's this weird thing. There's this weird place in you when, when you know that they've given that second shot that's going do to the, do the damage, and they're gone. And you feel it. You actually can. I, 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 I've never in my life gone through this. You actually feel them leave. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, I, it's interesting. Do to, you know what the Rainbow Bridge is? No. Okay. What is the that? Rainbow Bridge is where all pets go. Okay. When they go to the, to the next level. Like mm-hmm. you're, that's, where, that's where Tigger is now. He's at the Rainbow Bridge, Rainbow right? Bridge. Because you and uh, Bailey and Rosemary are still here. Right. So he has nowhere. He has no home. In the afterlife yet, because okay. you're his home, correct? Correct. He is at the Rainbow Bridge okay. with all the other animals who are in the same state. Like they're, you know what I mean? Animals die quicker than owners do most of the time. Most right? of the time. Most of the time. So they wait at the Rainbow Bridge. When you pass on your way to heaven, or well, wherever you're going, <laughs> yeah. on your way there. <laughs> yeah. Well, never mind all this, though. Yeah. Forget it. Uh, no. <laughs> but <once> we- <laughs> Uh, the Rainbow Bridge is where you go, and, and when, when, you, when you're on your way to heaven, you, you, you pick, pick up, up Tigger, and then you go to the rest of the way. Tell so Bailey about ever it. Told me. It's you called know, the Rainbow Bridge. I have to tell him about that. Yeah, that's, that's what cool. it's called, dude. That's the only thing that keeps me. I mean, because I, I, I swear, like, I don't, um, I don't, I really, I'm, 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 <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm a pretty um, sharp-tongued, uh, unemotional, sometimes complete fucking asshole. Sure. But when it comes to those dudes. Yeah. I, I will cut your throat. Uh, I can understand. I, I, can I saw my grandmother tell a guy one time. She saw a guy when I was a little kid, tiny kid. I don't know. This is in my head. Uh, it's been in my head my whole life. She saw a guy kick a dog like from the distance. And she stopped her car and got out and went over to him and said, see that dog in my car? And my, they had a border collie named Cammy who could catch anything you threw to it. Yeah. And uh, she said, you see that dog over there? She said, if you kick that dog over there, you might as well be kicking me. And she said, if, if that was my dog that you just kicked, uh, you would, you would, you'd be dead right now. Wow. And, uh, like, I mean, just that whole mentality, like, I mean, you know, like, I, I would rather have you punch me in the face. Sure. Than, than even try to be a smart mouth to my dogs. Yeah. Because then in the end, you know, I, I don't have to tell somebody that I killed somebody over my dog. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I killed yeah. you because you punched me in my face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Just punch me in my face and then we'll go. I don't want to have to fucking, you know, but I, I mean, I, I'm with you, dude. I mean, I totally, you know, that's, it's, that, it's that whole, like, I mean, once, once you start ending up to where they're part of your day, like you go into sleep, like every day when I wake up, Hamilton and I have a whole conversation. Yeah. Like, I mean, before I even came here today, we had a conversation. That's my guy. That's how I start my day. And that's how he starts his day. Yeah. Like, I don't want to deprive him of that either. Do you know what I mean? So I think, um, after a while, that like that's it's not a, it's not a dog or a cat anymore. It's part of your family. Yeah, exactly. And we don't have kids, right? So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I, those I, are your kids, and and my wife Rainbow calls. Bridge. That's where yeah. he's at. He's at the my Rainbow wife Bridge. calls those our furry children, and I understand now. I understand that before I kind of yeah, I understand it. It is kind of weird. Your cat people though. Well, I see, I'm not. See, that's just it. I'm not. An, I, I've never called myself an animal person. But I tell you what, I've, I, as of today, I've had to revise that because I am. I am an animal person. I, like it leaves that stuff. Yeah. I don't like. I don't like that. Like you if don't I, like if I, that? I, what is that? It's it's foam. And I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't like. Gook. Well, can we get? Can we get to something that you're gonna like? Look at that. It's got gook in it. Like, what is that, man? 
Can I, sh- can I, can I show you one of my personal favorites? Right. This is one of my personal favorites. I fucking love that movie, dude, by the way. I love everything. This is Monty Python. I even kept the side of the thing here. This is Monty Python's Holy Grail Now, there Ale. actually is a brewery called Monty Python? I don't know. I just know that it says Monty Python on the side. Tampered <laughs> over burning witches. Yes. <laughs> what does it say? Where is it brewed? It says... Uh, it is mine out of the bottle? Rochester, New York, the Black Sheep Brewery. So it's Black Sheep Brewery, Rochester, New York, makes Monty Python's Holy Grail Ale. Yes, sir. I think this one, this is this is one of my favorite kind of beers. It, it, it is one of my favorite beers, period. This is the kind of beer, if a bar I has like this the, one, I, like the fact I will that sit it, there uh, and I'll drink this I one. I like the fact that the marketing scheme is good. Yes. I, I like, I like, uh, it's clever. It's very like, clever. I, like, you know what I mean? I need, I need clever. Like, to me, everything else, like, uh, everybody has a, an imperial lager. Everybody has a, yes. uh, uh, a light lager. Everybody has a, but nobody else has a holy grail ale. That's right. You know what I mean? That's, nobody. I, you know, impress nobody. me. Be, it, be creative. And, and these guys have. And, and this is definitely, this is more along the lines of what you're going to like. I like it because it already looks lighter. It is. It's very much lighter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, like that's that. your wheelhouse right there. That's my wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's got it's got just enough flavor to have flavor, but it's not but heavy. It it's taste not fruity or like fucking right. like, like some kind of other f- it tastes like beer. Tastes like beer. It, I could drink I could drink 12 of those. Oh, and easy. not feel like And today I probably will. And not feel I hear you. <laughs> not feel uh, all like just like, Yeah. I, sometimes the microbrews make me feel just so thick and like just like Bleh. Yeah, it's like eating a piece of cake. It really yeah, is. but there's no red velvet lager yet, so we're not <laughs> going to talk about cake. So it's uh, for me if if there's a beer, a type of beer, or a beer just in general, I could, I could, if it wasn't you know ten dollars a six pack, I would probably drink that a ton all the time, a lot. Um, it is. It's that nice nice blend of of tasteful and hearty without being heavy. So, I like um, it. It's, and it's got, like I say, it's got a good flavor. If if you like any kind of the American sort of beer, you'll like this one. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You'll like this one. And uh, the fact that it's Monty Python, again, I'm just, I absolutely love Monty Python. So I've, 1975. That's right. <laughs> I like quick. where he chops the guy's arms off. And oh, the yeah. legs just on. a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. I've got every one of those movies on DVD and on VHS. It's like I bought them on VHS the first time around, and I got them on DVD the second time around. I even got the box set uh, that they did. This box set right there, uh, uh, what is it called? Almost the Truth. Almost the Truth. It's like a four or five DV set of uh, like the whole history of Monty Python, right. like what they were doing before, and then the whole process of uh, being in that group of people and what it was like and then afterwards they even have all kinds of extras in fact you know if you uh, go through our link in our show notes you can buy it right off of amazon.com and we actually Sponsor get a piece of that time. yeah we actually get a piece of that and i heard who bought the uh some chick you went to high school with bought the uh the, the yeah what's it what was it it was a seat protector for the back of your seat if you have kids and they put their feet on the back of the seat it it's a piece of plastic kind of hangs it's on there. It's a useless piece of shit. <laughs> that made us 36 cents. 36 and, cents, Richard. <laughs> and Jennifer, I got to tell you, I appreciate you That's doing that. That's 18 cents a piece. That's right. Shit, yeah. <laughs> You know what that is? What's it's that? America, dude. That's America. But that's that's one of the ways that you can help support this show. I mean, you know, we sit around and talk and we drink beers. We drink ten dollar six pack beer, and um, part of it's to entertain you. Part well, of it's I to entertain I ourselves. I don't. You okay? On I Tuesdays, forty nine a twelve pack beer. That's okay. what I drink. Okay. You drink fucking nine ninety nine a fucking bottle beer. That's the difference in the but show. You can, but you can uh, you help support us. Button downs. I don't wear that either. It looks kind of like a tablecloth, doesn't it? It just looks like a short sleeve <laughs> button down. It looks but, like an Episcopal. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go to our link, uh, you can click the banner ad on our uh, homepage to go to Amazon. You can buy uh, Monty Python's Almost a Treat. If you look in the show notes, I'll actually put a link directly to it so you can buy it from there. Yeah, I like this beer. And we'll put a link up for... Dogfish head, and we're gonna start working on uh, 
Pussy Lager. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our next our next in-house pet virgin project. Virgin Pussy Lager is gonna happen. It's our next pet project. Did you get me? Did I you get that? Your pet project. Uh, pets <laughs> are the theme of the show today. We have a pet theme. Pet theme going on. Um, but yeah, 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 I like it. I uh, you playing this week? What's the deal? Um, this weekend, I'm supposed to be in the studio all weekend. Yeah, nice. I'm supposed to be in the studio. Um, what about you? Well, that sucks. You're gonna be in Connecticut, uh, aren't you? I'll be uh, I'll be in Hartford on the weekend, and then uh, I'll be in my West Palm tomorrow and Thursday. Yep, Wednesday and Thursday. And that would be tomorrow and Thursday. That'd be tomorrow and Thursday. Kind of other order now. <laughs> it's normally when you say tomorrow and Thursday, people know you mean Wednesday and Thursday. Right. But sometimes if you say tomorrow and Thursday, they might think you mean like. Well, unless you're watching the show live right now uh, at SozanBuzz.net at twelve o'clock on Tuesday, twelve this is the noon best Eastern party ever. I tell you what, it's the most fun I've ever had on Tuesdays at noon. Me too. Um, unless you're watching, you don't get to see it till at least Thursday. Right. But now, Thursday's better because it's edited and it's got the cool stuff in it. It's got the cool pictures. Or if you're listening on audio, it sounds better. Um, there's now oh, a Stitcher app's been hooking us up too. You you beat me I've to it. I've been using it, dude. You I know, like it. I like it a lot. I love Stitcher. I, I there's probably ten podcasts that I listen to through Stitcher right now. I'll admit, a lot of these other things you've been pushing as sponsors, yeah. besides Amazon, which is so big, like everybody uses Amazon. Right, right. But uh, the Stitcher thing like really got me. I love Stitcher. And the thing that's cool is um, so many of the podcasts that you listen to, you can listen to through that app, or you can find out about podcasts. You're right, dude. Sorry, I'm, I'm burping now. Wow. Through that app. Um, if you've if you haven't downloaded the Stitcher app, this is kind of new this week, Mike. If you haven't downloaded the Stitcher app for your smartphone, your iPhone, your CrackBerry, your Android, when you download the free app and you sign up, you give me your you uh, give me your email so you can create an account. Uh, they're going to ask you, you know, how did you hear about Stitcher? And in that box, you just type Suds S U D S. Okay, and um, we actually get a little bit of a, a little bit of kickback. Thirty six cents, goddamn! That's right, that's right. So, how are you going to run a brewery on thirty six cents a week? That's right. We're, we're trying get... to start Pussy Lager, <laughs> trying to get Pussy Lager off the ground. I swear on my life, if we get enough money, I'll start brewing Pussy Lager. I'll brew it at my house. It tastes like, a lot like weed. <laughs> It'll be at your house. It'll be brewed at the house. I mean, you know, oh, that would be great, Pussy Lager. I it's love not it. just for pussies. <laughs> love because it. everybody uses the word pussy now. They really do. Right? It, even if it's, I mean, to me, a whole myriad of things. Um, we got a niche going. Uh, tell me this. Hey, we're looking me. for investors for pussy lager. <laughs> uh, uh, we What's... have virgin pussy lager, which is non-alcoholic. I love it. Love uh, it. We have ghetto pussy lager, which is our... our dark! Fun, That's your dark, dark beer! Fun. Yes! <laughs> That's your Guinness our type beer. Our ghetto pussy yeah. lager is, uh, is our... Uh, it comes in a bumper and it's dark. Right? It comes in a 40. That's how you get it. You get a pussy lager and a 40. Yep. Right? Okay. Uh, and you just have straight up pussy lager. Yep. Right? And then you have a... Uh, uh, we got to have a red. We can like do a- little pussy lager and have like little tiny ones. <laughs> uh, so we can do like a like an Irish red kind of thing, like a right. Killian. And we can do we'll a real call it a redhead. Guinness, Guinness called thick pussy lager. Fat uh, pussy. Fat <laughs> pussy. God damn, we're geniuses. <laughs> Pussy. That's what we're gonna call the, the thick one. The dark one's called fat pussy. I love it. I love it. And the light beer, skinny pussy. Oh man! Yeah. Good lord! You gotta look in there to see if that's true. <laughs> I like guys who look in their beer before they drink it. What an asshole! <laughs> but yeah, pussy. So if you, yeah, so if you um, if you happen to own a brewery, <laughs> it's not really running right now. Yeah. You want to get in business with a couple of guys that drink it, and then you, you connect that brewery to a you. You have a, a fish farm. You like you like do like a fish camp, okay? And you put pussy lager on it, <laughs> and you run a fish camp that serves. Now, did they have fish camps where you grew Man. up? Man, we Dude, used to go to the fish camp Ezel's, every Friday night. Hang Ezel's on, hang on. fish camp, fish farm, fish. Oh, okay. Ours was called the Fish Farm. Okay. And it was a barn yep. in the middle of nowhere in yep. Matthews. And yep. you would go and you would eat hush puppies and fried fish on Friday nights. Hell yeah. Fresh puppies, hush, fresh puppies, hush puppies, coleslaw, and fried fish. Yep. Fried flounder. Mm. Ugh. Flounder, dude. Fried flounder. We used to go flounder gigging. You ever been flounder gigging? No. Where you put the waders on, you go in the water in the Ocracoke Sound or the, or the, uh, uh, the, um, what's the waterway in North Carolina? The, uh, Inter- intercoastal waterway. Oh, yeah, yeah. You go there and you, you fucking just take a spear and you fly, because flounders, you know, they swim, yeah, on, yeah. swim yeah. on their sides. You fucking. I've never been there. You've never done that. Flounder gigging. We'll go. We'll f- do the show one day from a flounder gigging thing. 
We'll drink pussy Field lager trip. and go flounder gigging from the Rainbow Bridge. I love we'll it. We'll flounder gig underneath <laughs> the Rainbow Bridge. What do you think? I love it. Yeah. That sounds like a plan to me. Man. So I worked out today. I hope I cheered you up a little bit. You really did. You know what? And I needed it because yesterday was completely depressing. I don't even want to think about my day, dude, when that happens. I don't want to. My butt, my one of my guys is 12 now. Yeah. And the other one is six. So, and the six year old is a Hurricane Katrina rescue, and the 12 year old is just, I mean, he's a a rescue. I mean, he came in a a box. And uh, I, dude, I don't even, I don't even want to think about it. Well, yeah, it's funny because it it makes me think when when you talk about that, and when I'm at the vet and I kind of see people with their pets, I think about people that buy these pedigree dogs that spend all this money. But then we've got shelters that are full of perfectly good animals. Don't go to PetSmart on Saturday. Oh my! That's where we got our dog. Don't go there, man. That's the most heart wrenching experience because they teach those dogs how to look at you. Oh yeah, yeah, they teach them how to be like. That's all they do. That's they it. stare at you like, man, this would be really fucking cool if I could go home with you. <laughs> it's sad. Those big eyes, dude. I can't. Uh-uh. I'd rather have a house full of, I mean, I swear, I, I, it could just be me and Amy and, and a house full of dogs. I would do it. Yeah. But I mean, you got to, you know, hygiene and all that kind of thing. Of course, of course. Of you can't have two. There, there's, yeah. there's a point of dimension. We return. keep fucking getting people on fucking Amazon buying fucking kick seat shit for 36 cents. Within a million sales, I'll have that farm. You will. I'll have eight, uh, $1.8 million because <laughs> I'll have a half of 36 cents. Yeah. Or I'll have $180,000. Okay. Right? Is that what it is? Yeah. So if you buy 3.6 million more of those seat kicking things, yep. um, I get $1.8 million. Okay. I've been doing the math while I'm doing it. <laughs> trying to yeah. figure out how this is going to make me rich. I got a long way to go. Well, it's you know that's exactly how we got Ivan, our dog. You know, Rosemary, she went on a Saturday to PetSmart, and they were getting something for Tigger. And she she tells the story better than I do. But uh, Rosemary, <laughs> yeah, yeah, honey, could you I call? Bet, I bet I get her to get off work and come here and tell the story quicker than you're going to tell it. <laughs> I bet I can email Rosemary. What's her email? I bet I can, I can get her to email me the story and I can read it. <laughs> Faster than you're going to fucking tell her right now. So she's in the cat section. Who got shot? <laughs> That's what I tell my wife. I worked with Patrice O'Neill one time. That's his big thing in his show. He says, hey, 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 shut up. Who got shot? That's like I tell him. So Brian, who got shot? So she hears this voice. Mommy! Coming from the other side of the store. Mommy! I made the mistake of telling my son, as soon as we buy a house, we'll buy a dog. Right. And, you know, we were in an apartment. I lived in an apartment for the first 10 years I was in Atlanta. And the last couple of years, we had Bailey. And so once he was old enough to, to know about pets and want a pet, I told him, as soon as we move into a house, we'll buy a dog. And so he happened to pick this particular Saturday. Um, to go over to and look at bluff. yeah, to look at the rescue dogs, and I didn't. The thing I didn't say was now why when, you pick Ivan. I don't think that you pick your pets. I think your pets pick you, okay. and I think that it just happened to be that day that they they met. And Ivan's sitting there with his <laughs> twin sister, and where oh, where'd she go? I don't know. Oh well, fuck! You broke up a twin and his fucking wow! What a dick! This was a good story for a second. <laughs> Now let's concentrate on where the other dog went. Now, if it were up to my wife, and if I were more of an animal person, she would have taken both of them. She would have. Right. And, well, well, could you not leave your number or something and find out where the other dog? I mean, let the guy hook up with his sister. I'll let you take that up with her. So let me email her. And she's got, yeah, she's got this great story of how yeah you know, the sister is just sitting on top of Ivan. Oh, it's not a good story. <laughs> and how he yanked her just, brother away from her. Yeah, they're just sitting there, and they're like, "Take us home." Take us home. And Bailey is clung to the cage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, at the time he was like, let's see, we've had Ivan. He was four years old. Uh, no, he was uh, six years old, like six years old. And so he's like clinging to the cage that he wants this dog. And uh, so she calls me, like she called me about the cat, uh, to tell me that we're, we're going to have another pet. And... Uh, and, and to her, she would have taken both of them, but we at least got Ivan. He's kind of, he's a rat terrier dachshund mix, full of energy, full of energy. And, um, and I tell she's you, she's trying to find his sister. <laughs> yeah. He's rooting around outside trying to find his sister. Um, and I tell you, man, it's, uh, you know what? When we got Mitch, we got Mitch the day Richard Pryor died. 
Oh, wow. And we got him from the ASPCA in uh, Marietta, and he and one female from his litter, his sister, they both survived and made it from Louisiana, and we took him and somebody else. We don't know where his sister is either. Really? So don't feel bad. That you're, I'm but, just as big of a dick as you are. <laughs> well, the whole point is, I mean, instead of spending a bunch of money on a pedigree dog. Maybe why dog, Mitch wants to go out all the time. I'm going to see my sister. No! <laughs> no, you can't go. But go to your local shelter and... and yeah, I say adopt a dog. They, I mean, cause, they call it rescuing, but it's adopting. I mean, rescuing would would mean that you climb down in some kind of ravine. The the the, um, and, the, uh, <laughs> the purebred uh, papers and all that kind of, That's an ego boost. That's, that's, a, that's oh, an big ego. Time. That's an ego, like being able to say, uh, my dog's from, from this bloodline. When in reality, if you want to know the truth, when I was in Africa, in Djibouti, um, there's no solid bloodline in America anymore. Every bloodline in America is watered down. Right. Uh, our American military only buys German shepherds from Germany now because the American bloodlines are so watered down. We don't even our government does not come to our own country to buy German shepherds and Belgian Malinois. You're kidding. We buy them from the Germans and the Belgians because they keep their bloodlines secure. They don't they don't let all that wa- and have you ever seen a white German shepherd? Oh yeah. Okay, white German shepherds originally were automatically euthanized. Because Why? they were considered inferior. Why? They're white. They're albino. Okay. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just telling you that's the, just the, the fact. process of yeah. thinking of German shepherds. White yeah. German shepherds were originally smuggled out of Germany and sold at high prices because it was really hard to get them out of Germany because they were white. They're albino German shepherds. They're considered inferior, so they were, they were put down immediately. Right. Um, a lot like the Jews. Yeah. Um, so like they, they did the same thing with their animals. So now our government doesn't. We, our American bloodlines are so, you know, interbred and, sure. and all that kind of stuff that we we buy all our military and police. Do- well, I don't know about police dogs, but we buy all our military animals from from Europe. That's that's interesting. I, I didn't know. I'm, for that purpose, I could see. I mean, when you're you're using a dog as a as a um, a tool of military combat or security or I mean, yeah, I can kind of see that. I mean, because I mean, Ivan's good for barking. That's about that's right. about well, it. Mean, yeah. And most 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 domestic all dogs, house dogs. bite, dude. Really? Every dog bites. Am I right? Well, yeah. Every dog. How can a dog? Every dog bite. Well, they have teeth. Yeah. Every yeah. dog bites. You just got to push them. That some dogs have a, a, a further point to push them than That's other true. dogs do. That's true. I you know what I mean? Like I, I <clears throat> um, and certain things set my dogs off. What? What? Like what? Black people. No. <laughs> um, uh, no. Honestly, though, my Mitch uh, uh, does not like black guys, and I don't know why that is. I mean, whatever. But I think when he was a pup. The person who got him out of Louisiana in the hurricane was probably a black guy. Yeah. And I think that in the whole process, that guy was thinking, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. So he wasn't really worried about dogs. So I think the puppies were treated like fucking cargo. Right. When people were more obviously more important. I sure. understand that. But it's just weird because when he'll he'll see a black guy and he'll he he gets very like it's it's more of a it's a it's a um it's a recognition. Recogni- I don't know if that's it. Recon- he, uh, recognizes, he recognizes recognition. Yeah. I don't know if that's a word. He recognizes. He feels something. Sure. So he's very uh, even. Even brothers I know that come to the house and hang out. Yeah. And he until I let them. I let him know who they are, or they or he smells them, and he realizes who they are. Then it's cool. But like originally, he's not. He he um. They don't. They're not. They don't come to the towards the car. Right. Because he's really really aggressive. Like in yeah. the car. Yeah. Especially with Amy in the car. That's weird. I don't know what it is. But I think that um. It has something to do with when he was a puppy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, either that or when I beat him with that black sock. <laughs> That's stupid. But I'm saying, like, he's just really, I mean, he doesn't, yeah. I mean, it's guys, I think, too. A guy has a, nest, uh, uh, a pheromone that he sends off. Right. And when you have your, you know, a lady there and you got this big-ass mastiff, and he's like, wait a minute. You know, first of all, it's a guy. Second of all, he doesn't look anything like my dad. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna be a dick. But yeah. it's it's um it's weird. And Mitch can sit at the front door and watch people walk by the house all day and not make a noise. Yeah. But the minute Hamilton comes to the front door and makes noise, Mitch is twice as bad. Because wow. he feels like he's the the mastiff in the group. Yeah. So he has to protect everybody. But if I don't have Hamilton there to start shit, mm-hmm. you know, then Mitch is fine. Do you watch Dog Whisperer or any of shows like that? I, it, it, it's it's I agree with the guy and the fact that it's very much energy. Yeah. It's all energy. And it's all how you project energy towards your animal. Right. Sometimes I, like I, I, my mom's dogs are trained that when they come in the house, they automatically get a treat. Yeah. I, I, uh-uh. Coming in the house is not a, a chore. You don't, you don't. Right, right. It's not worthy of a reward. Right. Well, th- like yesterday, one of the things I was telling Bailey on the ride over, because Ivan was antsy 
when we were making the ride over because he knew something was up. Right. He knew something was up. And so he's he's trying to get his nose into everything. He's back and forth. And, you know, Bailey was trying to – we had let Bailey take care of the dog. That was his job was take care of the dog. And, you know, he kept trying to talk to him. Well, especially what's going through my mind at that point, the last thing I want to do is hear somebody talk a whole bunch. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I just kind of turned around and I put my, put my hand on the dog – just very firmly on the dog, and I looked at Bailey, and I said, he's not going to understand your words. He's going to understand your, your firmness. Yeah, and so I just put my hand on the dog, and I just looked at him. I didn't have to do anything. I just very firmly put my hand on the dog's shoulder, and immediately he just calmed right down. And that's what I told Bailey. I said, he doesn't understand your words. He understands your firmness. What? <laughs> oh, sorry. He understands your your firmness. <laughs> All right, got it. I feel better now. And it did. It did. It completely changed his mood <clears throat> for the majority of the rest of our uh, our trip, and and even into the point afterwards. You know, we finally got back home, and he was himself again. But he also kind of sensed that we were past what we were past. You know, the energy changed. It was still a sad energy, but it was a different energy. It was a more open energy. It was like, okay, now I can go. And and you know, be cute and try and get your attention and, and that kind of thing. So, well, but um, I hope you see him at the Rainbow Bridge. I do. Too. I don't know if this show is cathartic for it, you. It right? has been. I tell you, it's it's been great. I appreciate you. You want to knock out the rest of the sponsors and we can go home. Okay, we'll see my dog because I'm all sad now. <laughs> uh, make sure that you. Uh, uh, visit our uh, audible.com link. You, you'll see another We're banner there. We're on iTunes there. now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on iTunes. If you, uh, any way that, I'm trying to make this thing available any possible way that you can get to it. So whether it's uh, watching the video on YouTube or uh, there's actually, it's actually on Vimeo too. If you happen to be on Vimeo and you have a Roku box and if you're a real technical what person. What the fuck? <laughs> you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I'm working on an iPhone app for us. We're only a few weeks away from an iPhone app. And the whole idea is that you'll be able to get this content, either audio, video, print, any way possible. Microfish. Yes. So, uh, but audible.com. Audible.com is one of our great sponsors. And uh, as I've said before, I've used them for about five years now. Uh, we've got a great thing where you can try audible.com for 14 days. You can get a free audio book, anything in there. Over 75,000 book collection. You can pick one out. doesn't matter what it is, what it costs, how long it is. And you can try Audible for 14 days. If you don't like Audible after the 14 days, you just cancel it and you're done. If you like it for $14.95 a month, you're in their gold membership, and you get a, an audiobook for that. And it doesn't matter if it's a $7 audiobook or a $30 book. And I will tell you this, and this is part of my personality, I always end up picking uh, the most expensive audiobook out of my wish list. So if I'm paying $14.95 a month, I want to pick the $30 audiobook. Because I feel like I'm getting a deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? You're and getting a $16.70 deal. Exactly. $15. Exactly. And, uh, you know, if I decide that I want to buy something that, uh, that's on my wish list that's, say, 8 or 9 bucks, then I usually just buy that. And you get like a 10 or 20% discount on things that you buy throughout the month aside from your $14.95 uh, membership choice there's an iphone app there's an android app there's uh it, you can listen to it on your kindle there's any number of ways of doing that so uh audible.com great sponsor and uh you can still use our link for google or uh not google GoDaddy. i confuse the two of those a lot i put google when i mean GoDaddy and GoDaddy when i mean google mm -hmm. uh you can still use our GoDaddy app um you can still get those um 795 uh domain names sometimes i let you go and you get long-winded about sponsors. i know i know go and, daddy yep Amazon, Amazon, Audible, Stitcher, Stitcher. Audible, and Zounds. Zounds, and uh, and and we'll probably stop mentioning GoDaddy in the next week or two, but they'll they'll always be at least a sponsor on the site. But Zounds.com, please by all means, if you're a musician, I know there's a lot of musicians that watch. I got to get a new tuner, so I'm going to go to Zounds.com. There you go. You just click our banner link that will be up on the uh, such a coronet. <laughs> And um, anything that you buy there, we get a piece of that. And uh, for all my musician friends that watch, I certainly appreciate you watching or listening. And uh, I appreciate Mike for coming. Oh yeah, out. speaking of musicians, we got to pray for the folks with the Sugarland concert. Oh my god, we, we didn't huh? not even. I go to a lot of concerts, so yeah. I don't listen to I don't listen to Sugarland yeah. by any means. But but man, I've been at concerts, and I've been 
where wind blows at concerts. And I've been to yeah. concerts where they're like, man, that's some scary stuff. Right. So, well, I, yeah, and I've played – the thing about state fairs that's interesting, um, the last big state fair I did was with the Drifters and the Platters and the Coasters um, about 45 minutes from my hometown at the Neshoba County Fair. And it's one of those state fair venues where it's probably built around some kind of State track. of Mississippi. State of Mississippi, Philadelphia, Mississippi is where we played. And they have and a I, uh, crooked letter, crooked letter, I, crooked letter, crooked letter, I, humpback, humpback, I. Exactly. And so, and so what they do is like the, on the infield of this dirt track, they set up the stage. And then there's a bum rush, and I've got video of it somewhere where people come in at a predetermined time and they have their lawn chairs and they like bum Dirt rush. Dirt track fans aren't the most polite of folk. <laughs> yeah, there's a predetermined Get the time. Get fuck out of my damn way. I got to see the damn platters, god damn it. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my way. So they, they, the people that, uh, that want to have a seat near the stage, they, they've got their garden, garden chair, their lawn chairs. And the damnedest thing I've ever seen was I saw a dude with 12 lawn chairs duct taped together. And so when he found his spot, he went, <laughs> and they all perfectly opened nice. and he sat them down. I've, I've got video of it. I'll see if I can find it. It's in a closet somewhere nice. on the tape. Um, but we had a thing happen during that it's in show. The closet. <laughs> they, yeah, they, so they've got like the stage area. They've got a whole uh, grass and dirt track area, and then they've got covered pavilion area. And at our particular concert, there was like eight thousand people there, and it starts raining. So you know, you got some of the diehards that just stay in the seat, right? They're just there through the wind and the rain and the lightning. They don't care. Right. Other people kind of crowd. If they're closer to the stage, they kind of crowd up under the covering of the stage. And then the people in the pavilion areas, they just kind of sit there and they wait for the rain to pass. They wait for all the bad stuff to go away. And, um, and, and then when the show picks back up, they're right there where they've always been. So I can understand, having seen the footage of, of the Sugarland um, stage collapse, I, I really it, it hit home with me because I've been in that situation where we had inclement weather and we've had uh, people that were staying around. They didn't go anywhere, and, and, and that's one of the yeah, questions. People, I don't think people realize that. Like uh, I've been at cons, I've been I was on an Almond Brothers show one time, and it fucking actually at Lakewood yeah. here in Atlanta, and it fucking poured. Yeah, and in your mind you're thinking, man, I mean, I'm just a guy standing out here. But you, in your mind, you're also thinking there's 30,000 other people out here, so what are the odds of me being the one who gets right. fucking hit by lightning? Exactly. I mean, you know, and then that one guy fucking gets, pow, and you fucking are like, wow. <laughs> exactly. Could have been me. Could have been you. seat 44E. Yeah. I, man, I don't know. That's just crazy. That's, that's so insane. There, one of the questions I saw online was a lot of people were asking, well, why didn't anybody go anywhere? And what, are, what about all the warnings? And you got to understand, those people came for a show, and they're gonna, most of them are going to try and stay there. And so that's what makes a catastrophe like that even um, more horrific, is that the people are there. They're, they're staying. They're there to see the show. And so our heart goes out to all those people that are uh, either involved in or affected by that. And, uh, and I feel you. I you really do feel you. Sugarland? Uh, actually, a friend of mine, girl singer, or something yes, yes, Jennifer man, Nettles. She, she's from Atlanta, actually. Nice. I, yeah, just, she I never to listened to play them, clubs. But I saw in on town. TV where the fucking thing. Yeah, a buddy of mine used to play drums for them for a while, a few tours. And uh, so, yeah, and a, another buddy of mine, uh, Dave Webb, uh, was a ba was the bass player for them for uh, several years. You know, the touring bass player for them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying man. I'm close to that, but I know people that have been in that organization. So it, it kind of hit me a little bit, definitely. It's hardcore. Yeah. So, uh, you know. All right, we're at an hour now. Yeah, we're at an hour, so it's uh, it's time for us Thank to go. Thank you very much. I enjoyed the beer today. I really, I really so. enjoyed the Holy Grail Ale. Holy Holy Grail Ale. Uh, Monty Python's Holy Grail Ale. What's the name of the brewery again? Where's it at? Is that it? That's the fish thing. It's, uh, it's on the side. Black Sheep. Black Sheep Brewery, Rochester, New York. Uh, home state. That's where I was born. Uh, yep. uh, parents were born up there. Uh, Hunter Mountain. Yep. Dad went to Marist. Um, fish. This was uh, this was brewed in uh, Milton, Delaware. Delaware, yeah. Dogfish Head. Okay, well, that was all right, but the Holy Grail Ale I liked a lot more. <laughs> you liked it a lot. I did. I really Good. do like the Holy Grail and, Ale. And that's what I try and do. I try and pick something that expands. Like expand, like. <laughs> expand and we're going to start brewing taste. Pussy Lager. Yes. So uh, if, if you happen to own a brewery of any sort. And you want to make some money <laughs> yeah. with us too, let us know. It's our idea, damn it. I like it. Fat pussy, light pussy, it. pussy light, light pussy, skinny it, pussy. If you've got any ideas for uh, names of beers and types of beers, you can uh, send them to beers at sudsandbuds.net. 
Uh, make sure you like us on our Facebook. Spienberg.com, BrianStevens.com. Yep. Like uh, us on our Bonzo Facebook page. BonzoTunesStudios.com. Yep. BonzoTunesStudios. Uh, Palm Beach Improv, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Hartford Funny Bone. Um, and then uh, next month, uh, Columbus, Ohio with Bill Burr. Oh, uh, I love Bill. Uh, the whole Bill. week, I'm excited. Uh, Virginia Beach and uh, Jacksonville, Florida with Tammy Pescatelli. Cool. So it'll be a good time. Spread the word, Spienberg.com. We will see you next week. See ya. Watch the show live Tuesdays at noon at our website, sudsandbuds.net. If you love the podcast, help support us by clicking the links and ads for our various sponsors. Those are located on the sudsandbuds.net homepage. Once you click those links and visit our sponsors, a portion of everything that you then spend comes directly back to us to help fund the production of this great program. To find Spienberg stand-up shows in your area, just go to Spienberg.com for tour dates. And to find everything Brian Stevens, just go to BrianStevens.com. And don't forget this week's sponsor, Bonzo Tune Studios. Located in Atlanta, Georgia, Bonzo Tune Studios, simply great audio. Find us on the web at BonzoTunes.com. Thanks for listening and watching, and we'll see you next week.